tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. everybody welcome to the love hour podcast i'm your host miss kev on stage and i'm joined by my husband and co-host the kev on stage and we have our very first love hour guest very yes, first that is love hour guest that is correct they usually live in our neighborhood but then and they got they will rich actually be our very last love hour guest <laughs> i know isn't that How crazy it's full circle it is, it is full yeah. circle moment and that is none other than angel and marcus tanks so much so listen we're continuing with love in action and all y'all was like forget the trauma bonds melissa y'all don't need to be doing trauma bonds y'all need to eat something that's good so i got something <laughs> that's kind of good to some people kombucha is not good joshua loves kombucha Ugh. therefore hey <laughs> i got I had kombucha one time i didn't know what it was it's not very good when i first started all deaf people were all over it it is, it, it is a very Why he like he playing It is a very uh, LA I, thing. I've uh, never had kombucha. Oh, Marcus. Kombucha. I've had it once oh, and it was good. Like electricity. I think it's it like Navo battery. The flavor. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we have four different flavors. I don't think none of these flavors existed when I tried it. I don't though. I don't either. It might be like uh V8, you know, they now they yes. got the V8 yeah. juice is actually good. Mm-hmm. Yes. It ain't Jackie tomatoes no more. <laughs> yes, she does. All right, so we have the passion fruit and tangerine. Okay, that's not good. Uh-huh. We have bubbly rose, which I'm going to call rosé. Mm-hmm. As you should. <laughs> we have pink lady apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have pomegranate. What exactly well, is kombucha now? Uh, kombucha is like live probiotics. You've got a big, bright world. Cultures. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Your gut is a community. Uh huh. Okay, but your gut needs kombucha and comes in with living probiotics yeah. and detoxifying acids to restore body and mind from the inside out. Your sips away from a healthier gut and a happier you. Who doesn't want to be happier, Kevin? So, what are you drinking though? Uh, yeah, it didn't. T- yeah, let me see one. In. It's sweet, sweet tea? tea. What? Okay. Why does it taste like that? What is organic? Yeah. Kim, I went straight to the ingredients. I don't care what they wrote. Kombucha is a fermented, Pomegranate. lightly effervescent, sweetened, bl- sweetened black or green tea drink. Josh, be knowing. What is probiotic? It's, it's always in like yogurt. Yogurt. Organic kombucha. What does that mean? Though? Probiotics. Acids from fermented. Oh. They help to break Lactic. down your food. It's like you have. Uh, Good bacteria that's in the lining of your intestines. Black tea, green tea. Those are one of the last things on the list. Well, it should be at the top. Because they got all the flavors and stuff in there. So they don't taste nasty. Fermented stuff don't be tasting good. I hate fermented. Certified organic. Yeah. Does it say shake it up? It's definitely given shake it. Yeah, carbonation to it. What does tumble it mean? Slow. Or like swirl it. Yeah, one of these. It's giving wine. <laughs> it's giving wine. I want a Marcus meal. 
Okay, which I had ways. Hey. Which one? Which flavor do you want? We're gonna pick ours first because Joshua likes it. Okay, great. Kev, what flavor do you want? Uh, of all the given, probably passion fruit tangerine. Okay, great. Can you open this? Uh, Tanksley family. Do you want to do? I'm gonna do that pomegranate. Okay, we're doing pomegranate. Can't okay. go wrong with pomegranate. Thank you. Pomegranate is so tart. Joshua, which one would you like? Bubbly rose. That's not rose. Or pink lady it. apple. Close it, close it. Oh. It's carbonated? Yeah. It has a little bit of carbonation to it. Let me do it. Hold it. Pink lady apple. I can't open it. Okay, so how many episodes has All right, easy. Lewis done? <laughs> um, of the love hour, he's actually only done. beat him? I think I have. Three. Oh, we tied. No, he did. He did three. He yeah, did he's only done only. three, but he's also done right, Love on Stage, which you guys have done, and he did the Love Hour Conference. We do a whole which podcast with y'all, Angel. Which we do. Yeah, that's why I'm, we do the we do well, the no. bottom and beautiful. Yeah, but well, she's no. an actual co-host. I know that's what I'm saying. She's trying to be. No, he him. said that he had appeared more than any other guest on this show, and I said, "No, I think I'm about to beat you, but I think this is my third. Then you're tied with actually. Yeah, then I'm tied. What was your second? When we did um, the recap of Love in the Pots. Oh. oh I, don't I took that, that episode. It was the three of us. I remember. Love We've in done the Pots. A lot together. Yeah. Kev, did you pour mine? Oh, okay. here you guys know what I thought you wanted bubbly rose. Oh, I, no, I want one. Oh. oh, okay. Then this is mine. Sorry. Okay. No, Josh don't have yeah. a cup. No, he's he's guzzling it. Nobody's from... tasting bubbly rose. Oh, I'll taste it. I want to tell you what Well, Joshua wants it. Oh, well, he oh, didn't already put it. Yeah, I don't want to waste it. I want to, you can have a little bit of everything. If you use a cup, then everybody can try. Can you use a cup or are you just playing? No, Kev, that's all. It. Okay, there's a clean cup right there. Oh, you do have a clean cup, Joshua. Sorry, I know. <laughs> I, that's my fault. Yeah, no, nah, I went through a lot of trouble to find a fifth cup. Oh, you found it? Don't we have plastic cups in there? I don't know. One was chipped. I was like, we ain't letting anybody drink that. I don't know. On top of the. I bought, I oh, don't breathe. Don't worry. Man, 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 enough out of you. What do you want from me? Sit down. <laughs> First of all, it smells very good. This smells like vinegar. Oh, mine smells no, amazing. Mine definitely smells like vinegar. Yeah. Mine smells like butt sweat. So, so do we, we have do the we same. drink? I'm going to count it off. Okay. Everybody ready? Hold mm -hmm. on. Do we just chug it or just. Oh, taste you definitely it? should chug. I'm not going to. I'm not chugging. I'm saying I should chug then. Okay, here we go. Hold on, hold on. Oh, are you going to sneeze? Mm hmm. Fact that you knew that, I didn't know. I thought he was praying. He looked like Jesus over there, yeah, like somebody trying to the, play Jesus. It's, it's definitely giving crucified <sighs> him. They crucified. I mean, my it favorite. is a serpent on his head. It is a serpent on my head. Man. Ah, okay, it's gone. It's up All there, right. but it's not coming out. I thought you were giving Jesus. You're giving Judas. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whew. I like this smell. It's it smells acidic though. Okay, here we go. I like and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, go. Oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. Oh, not that bad, but I'm not like chasing yeah. after it. Yeah, it's definitely not delicious. But it's, yeah, it's definitely not delicious, but it's not disgusting. It's not as bad as I remember. But also, my defense, I didn't know what I was drinking at first. I thought I was just drinking like Big, like a like, gulp, a, like a drink. Like a snap or something. Yes, and I didn't realize it was carbonated. See, it's that's your gut happy. <laughs> she said that's your gut happy. Well, ah. You know, Kev got a weak taste bud, though. <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't understand why people would drink this. Like, what do you like about it? Actually, that you would drink like the whole thing. What is that? The tangerine. I was just gonna say. So do you like the flavor? Reason. Yeah. I don't mind the flavor. It's, it like it's more that it's healthy for you. That sounds good. This smell, like, smells like emergency. You know, Josh the powder stuff. This smells like emergency. Which one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, the one that <laughs> yeah. Kevin has to me is the pomegranate it tangerine. Does. I can see that. I'm not pomegranate, passion fruit tangerine. Oh, Kevin ain't that bad. It is that bad, Marcus. It's not Kool Aid, but it's Anthony. not that bad. In the reference of me drinking unsweet tea, had nothing to do with the no, Give me another sweet, you Kev. Like, you don't no, uh, know how it. things taste good. Be in the south asking for unsweet tea. You see the looks well, they gave Marcus. That's blasphemous. You will be. Uh, you will be upset. Who you asked for unsweet tea? He did in North Carolina. That is blasphemous. You that don't is blasphemous. Act, that's dude. That's I'm like surprised going to didn't. Mexico Mexican food and asking for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something Somebody like that. I'm surprised they didn't back good. up their pickup trucks and that pull is out guns on Joshua. you. Joshua, it's yes, it's disrespectful. Yeah, this actually I'm sounds good. I'm gonna be good. for the rest of the podcast. No, you could say that's asking for a taco with. No Are we trying? All right, that's too? definitely the worst one. So oh, you guys far. want to try this? Okay, so this is the the Rachel. only reason. This is the limited edition no, Kit Kat apple pie. You don't have anything left. Oh. So you just want to eat it? Yes, just I don't want to do two things. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Angel, why would you?" I, it this was one, on the this table. This is not open yet. This actually isn't like, that bad, so Kevin. Isn't that bad? Huh? Did you just? No, that's not open yet. I know. I was saying Josh could just. Josh taking it home. Oh, you can take. Oh, because he actually people come to his house and spend the night. Marcus. Someone said they call kombucha tea beer. People go spend the night at Josh's house. Oh, there's no telling what happens. Oh, wow. Oh, you having a good time? People go over there. They really they go to bed. They wake up. And have some kombucha. There's no telling what's going to happen with that. What he's doing tonight. He could he could go spend the night in West Hills. He could. In West Hills. He could, he could get a hotel room in downtown L.A. You know, it's kind of the beauty of being an adult. Oh, man. Yeah. Nobody knows what he does. Mm-mm. What are you doing when you cark that? Tesla? What you doing, Tommy? No narrative. Why are you making it bad? I'm just not knowing what you're doing when you leave here. Do you even go home? I bet you do. Maybe you go on the one-on-one we the other direction. This morning. I'm tired, Kevin. I know y'all did for it. you are. What do you want from him? I don't understand. <laughs> one day I'm gonna pull up. To Why are you house. still drinking this? I don't know. I'm coming, man. With some more, babe. Once the tour's over. Oh, you still haven't been there, Kev? Wow. That's crazy, right? What? Which one do you tell us you guys? This one, Joshua. Is. Kevin? Angel, okay. I've been on tour, okay? Where have I been? They did make time. You didn't go on tour last week, did you? When we went to Ohio, what'd you do? I ain't put the TV show. But that's not when I, 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 he was, that's not I, when I went to the house. I want to go to Black Love. Okay, so listen, this is where we're at. We are at... Uh, the end. This is not the last episode. We have one more episode that um, will just be Kevin and I. But this is our last love our guest. And thank you, sir. And what I would love to do is tell you about ritual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just don't want to get deep in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, Ritual is a multivitamin company that you know and trust. Why? Because uh, they've been partners with the Love Hour podcast pretty heavily through the the tenure of the Love Hour, and I've actually talked about them on my Instagram. Um, not only are they a multivitamin company, but they just recently came out with a protein powder, which we all know can feel very intimidating because protein powders are generally gross they're chalky they have no flavor disgusting and they're just the worst so i don't be healthy because of the taste but what ritual did was teamed up with some scientists from harvard and reimagined protein from the ground up and inside out from how it's made to who it's for and why it's needed the result is a delicious plant-based protein offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrition needs all made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that ritual is known for we all know the importance of establishing a ritual or a routine in the morning whether that's getting up maybe reading your bible uh, maybe setting your intentions for the day taking your multivitamin and taking a protein uh, shake and starting off your day it just sets the tone Mm -hmm. for the day and how you start often is how you end. So it's really just really, really important to establish that routine. Um, They have a very flexible subscription service with ease of incorporating into your daily rituals all because all you have to do is add water, shake, and go on about your business sipping. You deserve to know what's put what you're putting in your body and why with one of a kind visible supply chain, you'll always know what's in our formulas, their formulas, uh, where the ingredients come from and why they are included. So why not shake up your ritual to make trying something new less scary ritual offers a money back guarantee if you're not 100% in love plus my listeners will get 10% off during your first three months just visit ritual.com slash love hour and essential to add essential protein today that's ritual.com slash love hour thank you so much ritual for sponsoring today's podcast okay so this is where we're at about uh, maybe two years ago, when did I initially do my podcast episode with you? 2018? Uh, 2018 is when you did my podcast. Mm-hmm. 2019 is okay. when I did yours. Yeah. So 2018 is when um, I did Angel's uh, Mommy Confessions on her channel, which I actually, it comes up every now and again, which my makeup that day was so good. It was. It was I, girl, I you was glaring. I don't girl, know how I, I did it and I cannot deep. recreate it, but that's not the point here. Um, anyway, we were talking about starting off cause I was leaving my job and all of that. And I thought now would be a good time to talk about what we have accomplished from that time to now and what we think about the future. And it's going to tie really nicely because I'm going to start with something. I'm going to go through kind of some changes that have happened, okay. but it's going to tie really nicely. I've been reading for my book club, the Will Smith book. It's amazing. Oh, I've. I've worked with Will Smith. I've met him. A oh, I didn't times. know. Yeah. Who? What's his he name? Did. Will what's, Smith. What's, what's his do? full name, though? Willard Carroll Smith Jr. Not, well, it's not, not Junior. Junior. It's not Junior. Just Willard Carroll Smith. It's the second. Right. It's the second. His son never wanted him to be Junior. Correct. His dad. Correct. Oh, this guy has a book? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Tell us more. I just, I don't, I don't, I just didn't know if I brought it up before. Oh, no, definitely didn't know that. It's fun fact. Well, I got to look at Willard know. Smith. Yeah, Willard. I, it's really great time, actually, to kind of go through his accolades. Mm. What do we have here? Oh. oh, come on, hardcover! My His good friend's book. Looks come familiar. On, yeah, he does look familiar. He looks really familiar. Yeah, he has yeah. big ears like I do, but That's mine don't stick French. out like that. 
Love it. Josh, are you reading it? It's a solid book. Are you enjoying it? No, you It's very good. It's very, very good. Oh, this is fantastic seeing you come on here. Okay, so it's very, very good. Um, and he talks about some things that I think uh, that we can talk about might hopefully uh, garner great conversation. But before we do that, since 2018, mm-hmm. we have become podcast co-hosts. Yes. We have. Comedy touring buddies. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> the creation of the home team. And Marcus has left his job. Well, Actually, low key in 2018. I was going to say, so did you since 2018. So all of Wait, that. Were you working full time? Mm-hmm. I was at the, I must have been almost coming off. You, I get to interview you right as you came. You yeah. had just came off because you were like, I'll be leaving my job. So then I'll have free time. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. yeah so that's a lot that's happened. That's I a lot. That was, that, that, y'all was, that was the first podcast I was a guest on. Mm-hmm. I've never been on a podcast. Oh, Let's always make sure that she brings oh, the yeah. husband One of the things that was Because I was shocked. Really, I said, wait, they want me too? Yeah, one of the <laughs> things that's <laughs> always been really important for me, specifically on this platform and being often, um, <clears throat> not often because it doesn't change, but being the wife of mm-hmm. the star is recognizing that um, as the spouse, you're often forgotten in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, always, always choir. made a point to invite the spouse. Would you say? So you preaching to the choir. Yes. Like, I have always made a point to invite a husband, even if like maybe I know you through. I've always made a point to invite both, especially because I'm talking about love. Like you can't just said represent the same thing. you. He was like, they don't usually pick me. Yeah. She was like, man, you chance. Yeah, I need, like I need the both. Y'all going to tell the love story. I need you both, okay? Mm-hmm. Both of you. Um, so those are all of the things that have happened. And as we are closing out 2021 and looking into 2020, I ask you guys, with everything that you have accomplished, what is your definition of success? We were just talking about this on the card ride back. I'm glad we're taking a minute to talk about accomplishments. Because that's something that we touched on last episode of the the Youth Dream Tour. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Marcus. What is success for you? To me, (laughs) it's all relative to the person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is success, uh, and I don't remember exactly how he worded it, so I'm not about to slaughter it up but uh george washington carver has one of my favorite quotes talking about success i had it memorized but i don't exactly remember what it was but basically for me success it all depends on where you where you started from and where you ended up Mm -hmm. it's like you take um that's why for one i love my people i love black people Mm -hmm. because we are all starting at this at a specific deficit that a lot of people aren't starting from so i'd look at you know a kid that came up you know, dirt poor and being black and making it to a corporate level more successful than Bill Gates mm. because Bill, da- Bill Gates didn't start down there. Right. I love that. They had a lot of a lot more obstacles to overcome. Not to mm. say he didn't have obstacles and not taking anything from Bill Gates. However, no, when, you, when you're when you're starting in a, in, in a valley versus starting on flat land, yeah. it's a little oh, more. So that's that's just my take on success. It was very good. Marcus. Is, this, is this it? I was looking up the quote for him. Nah, that ain't it. Okay. Um, I would try to say it, but it's it's. I would screw it up. Are right you now. sure it's George Washington Carver? I'm almost positive it says something about um, it's not a success is not measured by the man's accomplishments, but by the something about where the man began his journey versus where he mm. is going. Something like that. Uh yeah, I don't I don't see it. Um, I success for me is measured by whatever I decide the goal is. And I have learned 
to make my goals achievable so that I can have a sense of success. We were actually talking about this on the car ride after we uh, landed and we're headed back to our homes. I was saying I had a certain amount of goal set for like, what did I wanted to do uh, brand deal wise in 2021? And I was like, and I surpassed my, my goal. Mm-hmm. So for me, I felt very successful. I have made goals before that were lofty in the sense of there was no real, no, there was no way that I knew how to put actionable mm plans in place for me to achieve it it mm-hmm. was going to be like well the lord is going to descend mm-hmm. and he's going to make, make this, this happen, happen. Mm-hmm. where um as i've become a better businesswoman, i've realized okay if you want to actually feel a sense of success put goals in place that you do have to put effort into it but if you actually achieve a b c and d you will actually hit the goal that you're trying to make so that's Here. success for me i love that kevin um <clears throat> For me, uh, I've been trying to live in gratefulness mm-hmm. late, lately, and uh, I think I will. I have. Def- I would like to define success for myself as being able to do what I want to do for a living and create opportunities for others. I think a lot of times I get so caught up in like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing that I don't often be like, "Dang, you did this thing!" Until I'm looking back right because I was I wouldn't say complaining but you know I've been tired on the last Mm -hmm. you know a couple legs of the tour and I was thinking in my room by myself when I was alone and naked I said man you really are like bummed you know I'm just tired and whatnot and then I thought back to Kevin at Boeing which was some of my lowest moments Mm -hmm. in outside of being completely fired but there was a little bit of freedom there because I was able to create content and hang with the boys. But at Boeing, I just felt my soul being sucked out of me every day. And I was like, you would be waking up and being at your desk at five o'clock. What Boeing Kevin would, would do if he thought touring comedian, Kevin, who is traveling the world, doing stand up in, uh, selling out all over the United States, like almost how dare you be complaining, Mm -hmm. even though you are rightfully tired. Like think about how refreshed you were to hate your job every second of every day. (laughs) So given the option, (laughs) I'd take three hours of sleep from a plane than nine hours if I had to go to Boeing. But for me, I would like to equate success not to money or to accolades or anything like that because you can't really control that. But to being able to just create content and do what I would love and have the health and joy of my family, those things that are, those are very much more important to me than like Forbes, well, I can't do 30 under 30 now, but 40 under 40 or being on Sunset Boulevard, things like that. Because those are very fleeting things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I've known a lot of people who've been on Sunset Boulevard or Times Square. Yeah. But I take value in th- uh, Thanksgiving. My kids are there. My family's there. We're all having a good time. That is success for me. And I try to make my decisions based on that future. Right. I want my children to be able to come back to the house in 20 years and bring their wives back or their dogs, whatever wherever part of the life they're in to feel comfortable saying I'm going to my mom and dad's house for Thanksgiving this Mm -hmm. year. That to me is success is keeping that intact. What is so interesting is I need to put this on my lips. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that Will Smith said in the book, which is phenomenal, by the way, he said that if you are married to it, it triggered me. So Mm. dreamers, I need your input. Okay. He said, if you are married to a dreamer, 
everything comes second to the dream. Why would he say that? What he was saying was this. I got to talk to Will. That his vision of success was, you know, no different than what we've given here. His vision of success also included, to Kevin's point, his family, a wife, mm-hmm. his kids, the beautiful white pick and fits with the golden doodle on uh, the apple pie sitting out. Like he had this like perfect, and he's talked about this before, but like he's had like this perfect envision of like, this is what success looks like to me. In addition to having and being the biggest box office hit in the world. Yeah. When he got it, it came with sacrifices and those sacrifices often were at the expense of his family. Mm. I think he can say that as a man. I don't think Tell that's, me more. I don't think that's true for I've heard people say that about artists, but it was also a man who said it that the um, that when you are married to an artist, you know that you come second to the art. I definitely had my dreams deferred to be a in tune tapped in mother. Like I completely was like everything else comes second. I feel like now I'm in a place. Aren't you the dreamer though? I am. That's why why I'm I'm disagreeing. I think he's saying that. I think he's not realizing he is walking in maleness Mm. in some of that statement Mm -hmm. that everything comes second to his dream where for me, it was very easy for me to be like, well, all right, the kid is here. So this is the priority. Mm, And when I can fit my dream in, I'll find places that I can fit my dream in. I feel like now, however, it looks a little different just because my partner is in a different stage in his life that allows him to support my dream in a different way. Um, Where before, I mean, us being out here is a part of my dream. So I I completely see that as a, but even while we were out here, there were times where I had to like put that thing on pause, was working for my mother, not working as an actress because it allowed me to be at home with my child. Mm. Even me getting into voiceover work, it allowed me to be pregnant and not worry about providing income. It wasn't that it was because it was my dream to do ADR, no. Mm. So I think a lot of that has to do with Men, I feel like, are given the freedom to choose career over family without as much hassle. Where for me, choosing um, choosing dream over family would, I think, have, I don't know. I don't know if it would have tore our family apart. I think it would have had a, a lot to do with how you felt about it. Yeah. I mean, because me, I've never been, I'm not tradition, uh, the traditional dreamer. Mm-hmm. As I'm stepping into this new, and it was Booker T. Washington, by the way, not George Washington Carver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your record where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not like, I didn't start my whole dreaming process until probably 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. Light, lightly touching on it. Now I'm like diving into it. But yeah. to look at it on that level of, I'm not definitely not going to have my family sacrifice anything over my dream because we're already making things happen. And I don't feel like that would be necessary. Now, my dreams may not be as big as, you know, the things that he had going on earlier on in his career. But to say, I don't think I would be the one to put my family second to a dream. But you're not uh, in the relationship. You are becoming a dreamer, but yes. you are not the, like, dreamer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was that more so were you, uh, logical. Would you no. be the one put, uh, feeling like the dream was sacrificed or he would be? He would feel like uh, the dream came first. Came first. Yeah. Okay, got it. 
I'll let you ponder. I'll let you answer. Uh, but before we do, the, all of these questions are based off of Will Smith's book, Memoir, called oh Will. It is on Audible. You guys know I probably have three books that I recommend you listen to over reading the physical copy. Yep. The first one, Michelle Obama. Becoming. Becoming. The second one has been taken over, and that is Will Smith's Will. Will. The production value of this book is an actual production. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's got music? There is music. Ooh. There is excerpts from when he talks about news articles. They pull that into the audio book. Oh, nice. He does the impersonation of when he meets uh, Muhammad Ali. Like, it is a full-on experience. Mm. Ooh, I like this. it is so good to hear um, the story of Will Smith chronologically you understand like a lot of it some of the stuff i'm like whoa that happened i don't even know but a lot of it you knew it's just kind of different to hear it in order um and then will smith makes a lot of sense to me it's just really and i i wish i could find i'm gonna actually look for um like some sort of audio of his father because i'm thoroughly convinced this man talks just like the, his father the way he describes his father there's no way he doesn't talk like his father all of that to say his book is available oh i didn't give you the third book the third book is kevin hart's book uh, uh you have raved about that i can't think of the name of a child let me tell you better hold on uh kevin hart's book was called no, was it? I can't make this, this up. I yeah, I can't make this up. Okay, with the puppy on his head. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, those are three audio books that one hundred percent are worth listening to. They just, they just are very fantastical books. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend. And Audible right now, you can not only get their audiobooks, so they have podcasts, they have music, and they have audiobooks. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, you swiping up picking up the will smith book will on audible and then make sure you join my book club because we're gonna have some discussions about it child because he talk about co-parenting and all the things Ooh, child, it's gonna be very 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 good visit audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500 500, 500. again that's audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500 500 500 uh, let me do shift station. The holidays are among us. We have these cups that we Black need to sell. Lunch. Yes, I was about Black to ask lunch. you where those Black cups were. We're gonna be releasing these things too as soon as I get to the person. I think that's what we're waiting on. <laughs> yes, we're gonna do it all together. And who do we use when we sell our own merch? Ship station. station. Yeah. Only station for me. Come on, sing it. Ship station. Woo. Come on. Shipping gonna be easy. Yeah. Uh, Ship Station is an online integrated platform that allows you to ship, whether it's from your own website, Etsy, Amazon, whatever, pulls all the information into one place and allows you to ship print labels and it gives you the best deals on your shipping, whether that's through USPS, FedEx, UPS, did I already say that? All of the major shipping companies, mm -hmm. and they're going to give you a great deal. So it doesn't matter where you're selling. If you want to make an extra few coins over the course of the holiday season, and you need a place, you know, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself because maybe you don't have a good enough or a big enough platform on your own. So you put it on Etsy where people go, because I be buying stuff from folks on Etsy I never heard of. It's cute enough. Um that's a good way to do it. So what you're going to do is use my offer code LOVE to get love. a 60-day free trial. That's going to take you through the holidays, honey. 
hear me what I said, just enough time to handle the holiday rush. Just go to ShipStation.com, click at the microphone at the top, and enter code LOVE. Love. That ShipStation make ship happen. Very good. Kevin, what are your thoughts? Has your dream, has everything else come second to your dream? Is that a question for you? No, you're the dreamer of the yeah, relationship. Yes, you're a dreamer. Here's the truth. Tell me more. I think in my mind, everything else doesn't come second, but I think in actuality, it probably does. Mm-hmm. Right? In my mind, that looked like, don't go to the movies, guys, without me. Wait till I get home. Uh-huh. You know, uh, why are you guys watching this? I'll be home this day. Really. Don't cook. Uh, don't have don't cinnamon cook. rolls. Mm. I don't oh. apologize for that one, actually, at all. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. I won't. I'm not. I'm boycotting cinnamon rolls in protest. Okay. You, are. you shouldn't do that. They're That's out. taking it too far. No, they're t- we're taking it way too they're far. Out. No, no. I might not have a cinnamon roll again until we get to do a big <laughs> All right. Now you're just being you, dramatic. You're uh, definitely I really have not. I'll send some to your house. My you act like it's a bad is. thing to yes, take out a couple other things. No, Angel. Now I'm going to eat them just because you said that. <laughs> I'm boycotting my previous boycott. I'm boycotting my previous boycott. One thing I always connect with Will Smith about, although I didn't have his money or height or physical fitness, the golden cage. Yes. Buying his wife that house and getting her that gift of her that he thought was good without her input or desire. You know what he said about it? What'd he say? Y'all need to listen to this. He said that house was a down payment on resentment. Ooh. Have Mm. you ever done something? Jesus. Have you ever done something and you and your spouse were not on the same page and you did it anyway? And the fruit of that decision was resentment. The mm. Hondo Cord. Oh, I would have to really think. That was gun. a down payment on resentment for sure. Yes, he definitely made a down payment with that gun. What gun? One oh, of them. It's, it's one of the many. One of the many? Oh, yeah. yeah. He be making. I got clarity it. on all the other ones, but that one was the one I snuck past. Was the dog in, uh, retro, in uh, to get him back? I don't think to get him back, but yeah, that that's probably a good resentment one. Inamar. The <laughs> whole baby. The whole child. This is the funny thing, is that part of this yeah. is that people see the dream. They see where you are. They see where we are. They see, and they don't realize or mm-hmm. understand all of the sacrifices that come along with it mm-hmm. in the support of, yes. of the dream. Like mm-hmm. in propping this up when you thought, when you were talking about, um, I said talking, talking about when you were talking about um, being present for uh, being a present mother, mm-hmm. you went out on tour. Amar's much still younger than your older children. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what that feels feels like in comparison to what you were able to do with the other boys that's a sacrifice mm-hmm. that's a sacrifice yeah. what for you and you're talking about the cinnamon rolls it's not a sacrifice but i understand the idea it is a sacrifice tell me more fun stuff is happening how is it a sacrifice i'm not having fun i'm in a hole in the wall green room in minnesota <laughs> so you're the selfish. audience stinks I'm in the back where they stock plates. <laughs> and you guys are in the house is warm and you're having fun. And I'm having bad show after bad show. What you so, said. Uh, and this I, probiotic is making me burp. Ever since I drank this, I can't stop so burping. You, I threw it in my mouth a couple minutes ago. We're talking about tour. 
So hold on. My breath stinks. So you had to leave this. those awful green rooms and go stay in a Motel 6. That part was nice. <laughs> but at the moment you guys were doing that, that nearly I was like, nice. room. But it doesn't matter how nice the hotel room is if you're sleeping alone. Okay? Mm. Mm. We stayed at some nice hotels. Who cares? Home team was sleeping alone? No. Yes, you guys were. have the kids, though. The whole nuclear family really? is there. You want to switch? Yeah. Angel. Um, you know, the thing that makes me cool with Amar with like leaving him is that he's getting something none of his brothers had, which is a very present father. Mm. Um Ooh. that is something yeah. that makes me not have any guilt about it. That's beautiful. I'm like, he is getting something. I mean, they're getting it too because mm-hmm. they're there, but like Amar's relationship with Big Marcus is going to be completely different than the other three boys because he just, his um, career did not allow for him to do what I did. Mm -hmm. I was showing up to everything. It didn't matter. Things they weren't asking me to show up to, I was there. Where now he might not show up to all those things. definitely not. But, (laughs) like, Amar won't have, it won't be like the boys all have memories of me showing up to school and being at everything or being at home with me from baby to like three years old. Um, Amar will have him mm-hmm. in those memories. So yeah. that makes me be like, that is a ble- very few people have yeah, those That was one of those memories. things, especially when I was stepping away from my job. Once I started like from the gut hating having that job. Yeah. Um, it was like heartbreaking to have the kids ask me, it's like, daddy, so you have to go to work tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I got to go work tomorrow. My son did that. Joe, he is the family boy. Isaiah. He be acting like he's not, but he is. I don't know if a child could care less if it was humanly possible (laughs) to act like they cared less. (laughs) But we came home this morning. I think we got him around 1230, something like that. Right? 1230? Oh, you weren't gone. You were gone. You were were home. Anyway, by 230, or maybe it was 12. Anyway, by 230, we had to come here. Right? Mm -hmm. And Joe was like, man, you're leaving again? You just got home. Yeah, Joe. I was like, Make you feel terrible. Yeah. I mean, just, and he guilt trip McGee. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is he doesn't necessarily want you to do anything with him or be near him. Just being in the home, yes. though. Yeah. Yes. I want to know if I come in your room, I'll do it in here. Watch Sit down somewhere. That's All Marcus. right. You're here, big though. Marcus? I mean, little Marcus? No. No, that's me. This, this oh. big one. <laughs> He's like, I'm you out, going out the I'm house the, for something? Yes. I'm out in the garage. No, you ain't got to be out in the garage, but... Be Set your house. ass at home. I can mm-hmm. feel you in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> yes. you know, the. We ain't got to be singing lullabies and all that and karaoke <laughs> now, but just be at home. No, Sit down no, somewhere. No, this one. Now, Amar has here recently started to show me like where I'll be like, oh, I have to run and do an errand and I'll give him to the nanny and he'll be like, I mean, he'll do the slow cry. Mm-hmm. Like not that I'm throwing a tantrum, but my heart right. is broken and I'm like, oh my gosh. Good. You'll be all right. And then I still leave. But I do feel <laughs> I do feel hurt because I'm just like, oh, he he knows I'm mama. He yeah. was on my lap right, right, from right. the time I got home until the time I left. Mm-hmm. T- today? Yes. That's one thing I am grateful for. I have a lot of years of a lot of time spent with my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. My career didn't take off until my children were almost Zay was a teen. Yeah. At and least. Joe was close. Was he 15, uh twenty eighteen, Joe was what? It's about right. 13. No. No. He was 10. 2013. Thank you. He was 10. 
I can't remember the year he was born in. I was like 26, oh, 13. I don't so know. there was a long periodically time that I wasn't going nowhere. And then there was a couple of years where I only had shows on Saturday. So they would drop me off on the airport on Saturday morning and they picked me up on Sunday morning. It wasn't until we went on the Real Comedians in 2018 that it was a lot. And then by 2019, we realized both of us cannot tour mm-hmm. like this at this pace. Yeah. Jojo was like, look. I'm not doing I this don't no more. care. Yeah. You're, you're going to have somebody's got to be here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> Melissa ended up sacrificing um, and staying. But it is not easy. That's why I was talking about this today about balance and how like. Yeah. I was talking about how it's a myth. Like I'm coming home from a tour that was sold out in Tampa. It was great shows, made good money, had a good time, all that. But and I'm flying back on the first flight home. But the first flight home from Tampa gets here at 1030 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Joe's game's at 8 o'clock. So by doing one dream, I cannot do this. I cannot be your present father. So the exchange for that is I go to every soccer practice. Mm -hmm. And those are like my games. But you know the difference between a game and a practice. But at least he can look out. On you know Monday and Wednesday, and I'd be there. That know. was like Marcus's play. I showed up to that dress rehearsal. Like, listen, this is what I got for you because I ain't gonna be here for the actual show. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, what is the first thing you want to accomplish in twenty twenty two? We talked about a lot here, and also like a lot of nothing, but also a lot. I, I know exactly what I want Tell to accomplish. Me. I want to put out this scripted show that I have worked on. For a long time, mm-hmm. even before the app, you remember, yeah, I was working on this pitching. This is the show that the Wahite middle-aged gentleman said black people wouldn't get. This is the one. This has been passed on by various amount of people, and I'm making it. And it's not even so much as to like get back at them, although that is a part of it, and they will pay. Um, it's like, I want to, like, hold on for anyone who reads the book, the Will Smith book, please know Kevin is Will Smith. Why you said that? Oh, if you read this book, oh my God. I'm going to read it. I'm going to listen to it on audible. He is competitive like you. This is why we get along Most of Jada's responses. I'm like, oh girl, I understand. Also, as an aside, the hate mail. That the interwebs has decided is deserved upon Jada Pinkett Smith mm-hmm. is undeserved. Well, why they hate and her? you can fight every, me on every it. every quote. For they all, have y'all seen the, the last the, the last hashtag poor Will Smith. It's oh, just entirely too much for me. It's just it, no. I made that up. Oh, okay. Oh, I was like, oh, I, was I didn't like, know. No, 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 no. Stuff on the internet. <laughs> but just the idea that yeah. people feel bad for Will Smith is really what the sentiment oh, is. Yeah. That people feel bad. That this is the thing. And uh, ooh, child, I've been thinking about this today because I've been listening to this. Uh, hold on, we are gonna go on a, on a tangent for just oh, a moment. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is the problem, people of America and the world. Any inclination of a good man dismisses any complaint of a woman. Mm, you so right. Come on. Come on, Melissa. So you see the idea of Will Smith, this mega movie star, that, and he provides, and he seems to be a present mm-hmm. father. What woman wouldn't kill 
to be by this man, mm-hmm. especially if you are single and you in these dating streets mm-hmm. and the men that you have in the pool are garbage. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Jada as if she's undeserving because she's complaining and wanting him to show up better for her. Mm. You better speak on that, Melissa. Who that feel like, Liz? When I tell you literally today, I was in the car like, I understand Will Smith because Kevin is Will Smith. And I understand Jada and the responses that he talks about when he bought he bought her a house uh-huh. and he called that it one. the is that the Golden one? Lake or something the uh, Lake the, Her or something yeah uh-huh. that's what the it compound is. yes the compound uh-huh. he was talking about how he bought it it was this grand gesture of love and she was like I don't want that it's not what I want and I could only think about the responses people gave me when you bought me them shoes, shoes the story of the shoes mm-hmm. uh huh. And people that's about, thinking that's our money to his money. By yes, the way. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought a compound. She's, he's buying correct, correct. I mean, this compound had like five properties on it, a lake, like all this acres and acres and acres and acres. Mm-hmm. Anybody got all that money? But it was a pair of shoes. But the but the idea is this grand gesture of love mm-hmm. that I say is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. Yeah. And the nerve. The nerve, you niggas. The nerve. To be upset about it. Mm -hmm. That is the frustration. Mm -hmm. That is the unfortunate position that women put women in. Yeah. So you sit here inside. He said this woman cried for 45 days straight. When he bought the house? No, I don't know the exact time period. But he said she would wake up in these crying spells. And she did it for 45 days straight. She was Noah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And I said to myself, people at this point, only it's it's her because she over here doing this. And she, listen, and I'm not excusing entanglement behavior. Okay, let's be clear. They was out there both having no, entanglements. And she that's my said thing. that many times and I nobody like, seems to listen. I don't understand how the blame has been squarely and solely placed on her shoulders. Mm, it's just her boo was the only one who spoke out. Will got several boos that could have been Stop like... They kept their mouth shut. Mouth. You ever open your mouth? He did. Will, uh, he got them swarming. <laughs> I just was... Listen, I was listening and I'm just like, I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. And I just... And I... And I... For women, I think we do it to other women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Men don't be caring. It is definitely women and especially women who are in positions that they don't want to be in. And they're like, if I was in that, I would, I'd be happy, mm-hmm. grateful. I'd do this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but you're not. Be over there miserable yeah. on all, all, all them acres. And that's my problem. It's like, you fall in love with the idea of what you think is happening without knowing the intricacies of what's actually happening. Say it again, uh-huh. People aren't unhappy because they want, you're freaking married to Will Smith. Like, do you not think she would want to be happy being married to yeah. Will Smith? Yeah. But they see... Oh, Will Smith. She knows Willard. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's why I be trying to tell them all these women want to be married to me. Y'all don't know me, man. (laughs) It's awful. It's Kevin who you're married to, and that nigga be tripping. got trauma his real dad wasn't around well, and that's the thing <laughs> Middle we take away we take away the idea lotion. of humanity yeah and the yeah. reality is 
Will Smith got trauma too. I'm gonna do the ad. Hold on. Stop showing her the ad, Joshua. Oh shit! What? Oh, now you're giving us a look. He doesn't want you to talk as a woman. Why <laughs> <laughs> y'all do that to you Joshua? See how they do? Anyway, that was my rant. That was a good rant. Come on, Come man. On. You don't care about black men and their skin. Don't let them do that. Black don't men should care before that. they leave don't the house. Oh, now they should care, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I got no. I got nobody on my side here. Stage crew, what y'all say? Get up to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, they gonna hate me. I know I'm gonna get some hate on that. I really don't care actually I because I'm ending this great. podcast. And so <laughs> the freedom that I feel, the freedom, the freedom that I feel, because in reality, I think it is a um, it is a sad state for women to not humanize this. Will Smith because he is a movie star because right. he is a you know TV mm-hmm. star because mm-hmm. he's all Physically of these fit. things yes and we don't allow him the uh, the grace to realize that he's flawed yeah to realize that he came with baggage we don't allow her and the trauma grace. and all no he well yes but what I'm saying is to validate her gotcha. we need to understand that yeah. he came with flaws and trauma and like yeah. all of this baggage. Yeah, people are judging him about, oh sorry, by the machine he created, that is Will Bingo. Smith. We were talking about it on the podcast exactly. and I was like, oh yeah, like Kevin on stage and Kevin was like, what? Tell me more, but before we do that, we Go. need to talk about movement because the holiday, else. no, I want to hear this. Uh, the holiday <laughs> season are around the corner, which means you're probably doing what? Buying presents. And if you need a present for your partner or your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your brother, your sister, Movement is the place to go. They are the original brand to break all the rules started by two college dropouts who didn't want to overplay for a nice watch. Uh, Now they're bringing you the sleekest, most quality gifts of the season with hundreds of watches, blue light glasses. Joshua has blue light glasses and they're amazing. And they're from Movement they are uh sunnies and fine jewelry styles to choose from stuff your stockings impress your family while your partners or treat yourself with the perfect gift from movement kev do you remember the one that you have yes i have a pretty white porcelain i call it porcelain but it's this white sleek watch that has gold um all the little buttons and everything are gold on it It i got the element i got the element and I wore it to our all white party, and it oh my god, it hit so clean. When you put it on, when I be just that's I wore it to the all white party for Melissa's birthday too. Yeah, because you know I wear I wear you know I, I wear I like to wear my watches with my outfit, mm-hmm. you know. And the movement they give you that sleek thing, it dress up the whole outfit. It's really what it does. Yeah, the element is the is the cream de la, de la creme. creme. Uh, their watches start at just $95. Movement has clean, minimal designs and quality products, which means that they aren't dated. I hate, me and Kevin were just talking about this the other day, houses, and you can tell that they're from a certain time period. I hate mm-hmm. that because then they're dated. You want things that are classic and will be long lasting and they're timeless. And that's what Movement is going to give you. Movement has sold over 2 million watches in over 160 countries. Be the big winner this holiday season with a gift from Movement. Go to movementmvmt.com slash love. Love. love that's movement mvmt.com slash love. love join the movement thank you so much for sponsoring today's podcast continue i wasn't talking uh yeah i was saying that there was that similarity of this machine that he's this like a protective coat that will was saying he built for himself that is will smith and i was like oh yeah it's just like kevin on stage Say more though. Say more. Um, <laughs> there is this this um, uh, machine, or I don't know what to call it, that Kevin has built to kind of protect Kevin Allen Fredericks. 
And so there are certain things that Kev on stage is not going to do, say, allow to be shown in the public light in order to protect himself. So people begin to think that Kev on stage is a full representation of Kevin Frederick, where it's actually a refined, curated image that he's created to protect himself. I understand. The golden child. (laughs) And he was like, he don't like it. It was so funny because he had a realization at the time. He was like, I'm going to have to talk to my therapist about this. (laughs) I ain't talked to her either. Do you feel like as a brand you've had to go ahead. Say your I was going to say is I don't don't feel like there's anything wrong with that of having the character that you present to the public because you're on such a massive platform to protect the individual. Yeah. Kevin Frederick. There's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I've been saying there's nothing wrong with it for a long time. I don't know what the whole hullabaloo is. <laughs> the hullabaloo. <laughs> Do you feel like you've had to cur- curate a, uh, the word I'm going to use is disassociation from Angel the person and Angel the brand? No, Angel don't care about nothing. That, that, yeah, like he just said. Yeah, ain't, ain't, that's who you see. That is, is that who, you, who she is. But that I think in its way is a protection for me. Is Same that one. I don't, mm. you're not going to get surprised by me. You already know what it is. There won't be a lot of, oh, you are a hypocrite. Mm. Well, yes, I am, but I also already told you that too. So, <laughs> like, there's, I think for me, I don't want to set people up to say, ah, I caught you. See, you said you, you don't it. do this. No, I already did it in front of you. I, I actually recorded it, posted it. You liked it, and I appreciated it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, for me, that's more of a protection than trying to keep up a facade. That's just too tiring for me. Got it. Yeah, that was uh, one of the things before I even stepped into the whole thing of being in front of a camera and doing all this stuff. I was telling Angel, I'm too private for that. Like, I don't want people to know me. She was like, but you can, a lot of people have a character that they create for in front of the camera. And then as I saw her doing her thing and being around more people, I thought the same thing. I was like, that's too much. People going to get me. Mm -hmm. And that way, (laughs) there will never be any surprises. It's like, well, Marcus said this, and people that know me be like, of course he said that. Right, yeah. <clears throat> okay, you were saying something about, did you, you were asking the question about 2022, top Correct. of the year, and I didn't hear yours. Uh, of the first thing, no, I'm just hosting. Oh, she's like, I don't want to say. Yeah, uh-uh. I don't know yet. I just thought they good. Oh, good question what you want to yeah, accomplish? Yeah, what you want to accomplish in 2022? The first, one next. of the first things you want to accomplish. First thing I'm going to accomplish is, um, angels always ask me, like, what do you want to do? And I've been saying, like, I love cars. That's mm-hmm. what I love doing. Mm-hmm. I love so I'm going to dive into that. Like, shut, shut up, up, Kevin. I like uh, old school must. I want a white one with green stripes. I want to put them on myself. Ready. Okay, racing stripes. I'd love to just get in there with my hands and make a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when he was going to run out. Like yes. I'm like, no, no, no. Let him talk. Let him, let him finish. <laughs> I want a nah. Jimmy and a chassis. <laughs> A what? Chassis? And a what? Chassis? It was two things that you said. (laughs) Why are you letting go? Because this is, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Gasket. Yeah. Gasket. Right under the hood. Um, But no, I'm going to dive into that like full on, on top of like the father influencer thing. But the, uh, like the the father thing is like, it's what I have to be. Not even have to be, that's what I enjoy doing. But it's a part of me, but the whole car influencer, like, I'm like, Okay, I see what other people are doing. It's possible. I love doing. I love driving cars. I love talking about cars. That's like 2022. That's my first and foremost. Like one of my priorities is that 
then I got a second and third and fourth. But just the, the first one. No, 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 just yeah. the first one because I got one last one. question. Uh, mine is just getting our business structure completely set up. Yeah, so and that, that's part of it. Uh, so that I got a couple of other streams of income that I want to start, but I need to get the structure that we have together. So even over top of content and stuff, content uh, is easy for me to make. So that's not something that I'm really like, oh, I've got to create this type of content. I want our business structure set up in a way that it um, makes it easier for us to create what we want to create and um, like pivot when necessary. Right now, if we had to pivot hard, I'd be like, ah, I don't know which direction we're going. So just getting us uh, operating more like a business is what I really want to have my boss hat on next year and not feel as though I'm doing things by the uh, seat of my pants. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Structure and organization. Yeah, that's number one for me next year. Um, Hurry up so I can do what I want to do. I have one last question. Okay. All right. This is it. Uh, Maybe two. Will Smith talks about the difference between desire and purpose. Mm. And he talks about desire being something that's insatiable, selfish, and personal. Mm. And your purpose, um, it gives. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it gives, that's what will keep you, it, it will allow you to recede when you need to, but you'll also always be motivated to do it because it's your purpose. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have found your purpose or are you operating in desire? Uh, well, let it, let it sit for a minute. I was. Okay. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about purpose. I've been thinking about it for a while over the last couple of years and somebody online, I don't know who it is. So forgive me if I don't attribute it to you. They were saying purpose, your purpose, you don't know at first it's revealed to you over time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe that. And I think that, for me, my purpose is to create opportunities for others to showcase their talent. And the reason I think that is because when I was at All Deaf, my secret desire, I thought, was I'm going to use this to elevate myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm going to sneak into the back, blah, blah, blah. But I found out what I enjoyed even more than being on camera was giving other people opportunities to achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hiring to hear and Meg to do the drop or you know, this person to help their real or paying for somebody's thing, like all those opportunities, opening those doors for people gave me more uh, sense of value than like being funny in a video. Yeah. Uh, and I think the same thing with keep your distance. Although I am a stand up comedian, right. And I enjoy making people laugh. And I think that's my desire. I like to entertain people, make them laugh, make them have a good time. But my purpose is I found equal. I found more value as a person introducing these comedians to this audience. Mm. So when people are like, "Yo, your show allowed me to have my biggest YouTube video," mm-hmm. or "I got booked," mm-hmm. or "This happened," or "You helped me remind people that I'm good," like I get more uh, good feeling about that, or I feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Is probably a better way of saying than like. When I've had a good set on that same show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, when I'm killing on stage, I'll be like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. But when people are like, you know, come on, keep your distance, especially a small comedian who people don't hear of and they kill and they are like, bro, this opened so many doors. That's what I feel like. OK, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And that's what I want to continue to do. Even if I was a millionaire, billionaire, whatever, or just hundred thousand there, whatever the case is, I still would want to be like, how can I help you? Yeah. Or maybe mm-hmm. I could 
finance your short film if I don't have, you know, a lot of money. But I think that's my desire versus my purpose. Very good. Angel? Um, my purpose has been very clear to me for a very long time. And that has always been, uh, it's always been showcasing myself in a way that makes someone else love themselves more and be comfortable with their authentic self. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that is all like, that keeps me doing stuff. Even like with the mentorship program I have, that's helping other mom influencers with their content at the end of the day. It's not that I have any secret ingredient or recipe that's helping them, but what I'm really trying to get them to do is get out of their heads about, who they are and trying to make themselves into something that they're not actually comfortable being, but like truly being okay with who they are and being also okay with if they want to improve down the line, but being okay where they're at in the moment and knowing that they are enough right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they can continue to improve. The desire that gets me caught up is stats. I am very much so into what is this number? Can I get this number higher? Can, um, and that is, can be very, uh, what was the word? Did you say insatiable? insatiable. Mm -hmm. Yes. I am constantly like looking at my Instagram at 199K is murdering me every <laughs> single day. I'm like, you don't just get to 2000 before the end of the year. Or even like just trying to get to my silver play button on YouTube. That was just like, it taunted me. Now, did any of that matter in regards to my purpose? Absolutely not. I mean, does it, might it show uh, show that I'm reaching more people mm -hmm. in my purpose? Yes. But whoever God wants me to reach, he's going to allow me to reach. Right. So it doesn't really matter what those numbers are. But um, I definitely know what my purpose is, and it makes it easier for me to make content. But those those stats, whoo, they be beating my head up. <laughs> Oof. Marcus? Yeah, so it's, this is a much more difficult question for me, stepping newly making this turn to a corner into something completely fresh and new. Um, Cause before, you know, stepping away, of course my first and foremost purpose, but I think y'all looking at it on a much broader scale is like my family. Mm -hmm. um, my boys being able to do whatever they want and be able to make family out of it. However, that was the nine to five, which is still a, like a main, yeah. a main goal. Like none of us sitting here want to do anything outside of that. Like we got more we want to do, but, provide for our families and make sure that, you know, you're building that generational wealth. But that's, a, that's a, I don't know if, I don't think I can answer it right now, but it's because it's so much that's changed yeah. over the past, since 2019, since we last sat down and mm -hmm. talked about all of this. And that's a, I don't know. I, don't, I can't, don't have an answer right now. You know, what's so interesting is that I think it's okay that you don't have an answer. I don't know that I do. Don't have either. to be. Oh, I can't force you. But the other thing, very good book. So I'm going to use one more quote that he says is that being able to identify, wait, let me find it. Clarifying what you don't want allows you to pursue what you do. Mm. Will? Uh, oh shoot. I didn't write it down. Why didn't I write it down? I was dumb. But anyway, some along those lines. And so what I think sometimes, though, is that we have to go the wrong way sometimes if we're unclear in order to figure Thursdays. out, like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to do a U-turn. <laughs> yes. A logical Thursday. Theological Thursday. Oh, theological. Oh, yes. That's what it is. Say what? The Bible arguments. 
Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> but you also, I also think about when I first started on YouTube, I was trying to do makeup videos. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't want but to. what would happen was, and this is sometimes where the intertwining of your desire and your purpose can sometimes they get fuzzy mm-hmm. is that you sometimes can be good at something. I am good at makeup. I'm no mm-hmm. professional, but I can get the job done. And I think, oh, this must be it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're not, it's not always. And so I think we fi- often find ourselves in a position where we need, we feel the need to capitalize on something simply because we're good. Yeah. Mm. I, I, uh, I find that to be true a lot more than not. Like even when, like with me, people's like, oh yeah, you should build stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm good at that, but I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm good at it. Yes. I was talking to Chance about that. He was like, yeah, basketball, love teaching these kids. But is that, he said, does that what I actually want to do? I don't know yet. And I think for a lot of men, it's hard for them to separate their purpose from their job. Absolutely. Where it feels like, oh, my purpose, like even what Marcus even said with his nine to five, his he could change several jobs, but his purpose should always still be the same. But that's always Mm -hmm. something that he's always said he struggled with trying to figure out what that is, especially disconnecting from how he's making money, you know. I 100% went through the exact same thing. When I left my job, I was like, well, God, well, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. Because I did define purpose in terms of my job, being good at it, and being able to support my family. Mm -hmm. Well, now you take that away from me, and it almost feels like you're stripping some of my identity. Mm -hmm. And so you have to recreate that, and you're starting from ground zero. This is what I do. I provide. This is what happens to professional athletes all the time. You have been doing one thing your whole life. You've been amazing at it, and now you're 35. And you, if you're not a football player, what are you? If you're not a basketball player, even if you're in the, the broadcast booth, you're not on the field right. anymore. That's what I'm saying. They, they put them in that booth, and this is like, you don't belong there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like, a separate it takes some time thing, to- separate skill. There's very few people who can do it. But to your point, it's like, you know, you were doing a job you were good at. Mm-hmm. Would, would you describe it as your purpose? Uh, if you asked me in 2017, Yes. What about 2020? I don't know anymore. You know why? I'm going through another pivot. Mm. You are. I just talked about this in the book. And I was like, um, the number one, defining my purpose around my job. Then I quit that. And I'm like, okay, God, now what? The Love Hour podcast comes. I'm like, got it. It's the Love Hour podcast. And I'm going to expand that to the Love Hour conference. Fantastic. This feels very purposeful. Uh, COVID comes in. What conference, nigga? Takes the conference. <laughs> going nowhere. Said. Takes the and conference. And this was COVID fighting. came in and cleared out the table. Oh, it was like, pick it up. Uh, you wanted to do this and this yeah. and this. Uh, COVID said, boop. <laughs> you were one of the first of people I thought of when COVID hit and all the big things were shutting down. I was like, oh, shit. And they was not trying to let her out of that contract. They did not let me out of that conference. I lost money on that conference. Still lost. Still lost. Because they it's kept in, like 25% of my deposits. It's still. in Joel Osteen's toilet wall. Correct. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe, yeah, Melissa Frederick. Yeah. Then give it back, Joe. Uh, from that, I am now ending the Love Hour podcast, and I've been asking myself. I'm sorry, I'm hitting you. I'm okay. This okay, is great. our friend's talk. Uh, and I and with the uh, that black uh, African American hit to somebody. Yeah. Correct. That's what we all do. <laughs> Melissa, Melissa Frederick. Yeah, Correct. I know. Or when I'm trying to remember something, help help yeah, my mind. There you go. Tell me what I'm thinking it's about. Right there on Angel's knee. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly go what I'm saying. Give me the power. <laughs> 
to remember what I'm thinking. Um, as I'm ending this, I'm asking myself, well, God, what's next for mm. me? What is this next evolution? And to be honest, I don't know. And I ask myself this question all the time, specifically in the last couple of weeks, because the love hour is ending like next week. I ask myself, what is the difference between quitting and completing. That's nice. And I need, I I have to find the answer in two weeks because I'm either quitting this podcast or it is done. Mm. And I don't know that I have peace in that answer. And let me tell you what makes it harder for Melissa. Them, uh, people who do our ads, they email. He emailed me just the other day. Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, I got people trying to buy ads till next November. (laughs) You got to, is there anything? What if you do the hour of love? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do the hour of love. We just going to switch it. And I, I think if you're unsettled, even if you are settled, when somebody is like. Yes. When you're turning down money. Correct. Money. And it's not yeah. hard. Yeah. Like I often think about this, like people like Steve Carell, right? When he leaves the office. That cannot have been an easy decision. Mm-hmm. People leaving SNL, like, mm-hmm. you have been killing this. You are making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you walk, you sure? And I know that network was like, what will it take? Mm-hmm. I know they threw mm-hmm. the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they went for two more seasons without him. Yeah. They would have eased Jerry Seinfeld. Are you sure? Sh- they were having like 20 million. It was some ridiculous, yeah, number. ridiculous yeah. And he was like, nah, man, I don't want to do that no more. Mm-hmm. But I just because they didn't do it doesn't mean they didn't like wrestle with it. Oh, right? yeah. you know what I mean? Even when I stopped working with all deaf, I was like, "Oh my god!" <sighs> Listen, you know that I was get an a internal... camera, I'll chase a check, and, and they should be the net. They didn't quit me, and I'm still like, <laughs> "There's some more money in there. I'm gonna go and get <laughs> the it." The first time, even this time, I didn't really really announce it, but I just don't. Be, you know, I'm making no huge announcement, but I was. Lisa was like, "Boy, you is going back and forth." Mm-hmm. But I was like, I really got to focus on what I want to do and, you know, but all that. But and that ain't even crazy. I don't know how Steve did it. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'd be like, I applaud you because I would have been like, the love hour is just interviews now. I'm going to get a guest every week. I'm going to get a producer. But I think it's it's commendable to me to stop something, especially when you don't exactly know what your next step is and still be like, I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Will Smith says it's ending it with uh, dignity and pride. He talks about um, very good book. If I haven't talked about it enough, he talks about good times. They ended in uh, James Amos character was killed off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then it ended like in the middle of the season. They didn't get it finale. They didn't get closure. It was just kind of like, okay, show's done. Suit again. Oh, <laughs> We can end on this, although I did have one question, but we don't have to answer it. Uh, I will say, I, we question. won't repeat it. Don't worry. I don't think we're going with the you. question. Come on. Last guess. No, no, no. Hold <laughs> on. Let me finish this. I'll finish the that, that oftentimes uh, we can drag out things and I don't want it. He talks about this episode mm. in Happy Days where the Fonz apparently was riding on a shark with a. A leather jacket on or something and so they talk about after a show is beyond its prime when did it ride the shark when uh-huh. did they ride the shark oh. and he talks about in will smith it's or uh, the fresh prince is the episode where alfonso uh ribiero how you pronounce his last name was holding guns like carrying guns that season mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah i love that yeah he episode. got yeah i do too 
Which they I, thought that was riding the shark? Yeah, they think it was riding the shark because it didn't go with like his character. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It was kind of antithetical. That's to the character. when the office, when the sound man was falling in love with Pam, I was like, all right, guys, let's just go ahead exactly. and pack it up. Yeah. And so you this, lose you the opportunity. You guys are literally breaking the whole it. show. Exactly. You know. Oh, I, I'll ride a shark. That's that <laughs> that's that cancer in me. I will we sh- yeah, pop, 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 shark time. <laughs> There's tornadoes and sharks that's and all a, types of things that are supposed to be there. Thank you. They can switch it out to fast and furious. That is what it's called. Yeah. Thank you. Going to space, not drag racing ah, no more. Yeah. That is me Listen, all day. Said, Kevin, don't you mess up your life because you be in there in a coma. I'm going to be doing here's the thing with the mic to you. <laughs> Go on, Kevin, you is crazy. <laughs> Kevin, what you think? Beep, beep. Boy, you're going to give me three beeps. You know you acting crazy. This episode is brought to you by Policy Genius. <laughs> 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 with crew of yeah. yeah. That's me. I'll jump that shark ride at guns on. Absolutely. Get her moving his jaw. He's like, Leaving something with dignity and pride? What is that? Linda, he needs some more IVs. I don't know nothing about that. Dignity and pride. Oh, my God. Oh my God, that's hysterical. All right, that's it, you guys. Last question, man. It's deep. It's a question about if you think the dream is fragile and it causes you anxiety. And so you find yourself overworking in an effort to maintain it. Yes. Oh man. (laughs) That answer. Yes. That this this let me tell you. I posted in a way where you guys could say yes. The streaming service, somebody I, I was doing it asked me on Twitter because I couldn't sleep and I just I just I was done watching stuff. And somebody asked me, given the opportunity again, would you do a streaming service? And I was like, no, mm. I would not. It is a hill. No, what's the opposite of a hill? A mountain. No, no, no. The other a way. valley. valley. Oh, it is valley. a pit. Mm. It is a financial pit. Shut mm. up. You are literally, quite literally. Thank you, Comedy Club. Deposit. Withdraw. Pay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was much harder. Then I, I literally have had the thought, this is why Hollywood be winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly impossible to do this. Yeah. You try to compete with Netflix and then people compare you to Netflix. Like, why you only got four shows? We have $11. <laughs> we literally have to wait till the money comes in to pay stuff. Ain't no $8 billion in, in stuff. Right. Thank you so much. Because now you're tapping on my anxiety. Oh, oh Lord. That's the thing about touring. As exhausting as it is, the money be the money. Yes. And it's like, but if you go out and do that for eight months, you miss out on everything. You miss out on everything. Soccer games and robotics. Meanwhile, we haven't really got together since then. Right. No, I wasn't done. I was I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. He's like, I still want to talk. Sorry. But uh, the last part of what you're saying is fragile. Like, I absolutely, we talked about this uh, later. But Melissa was like, the love hour is ending. And I was like, I, I will start a podcast. We, we got to keep that money going. <laughs> Kevin interviews people. I'm going to be doing interviews with my nose bleeding. So, <laughs> hey, man, this is my gardener. How you be cutting grass in those lines? Maybe straight, huh? <laughs> I love grass. Blood this episode drip. is brought to you by grass.com. Blood dripping out of his beard. <laughs> Ooh, my ear bleeding again. I wish Bad I had Raycons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Well, you know how it be. That's hilarious. You know Apple products bleed my ears. <laughs> but, uh, I think sometimes I, I, 
I work to like calm anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if I can't control, I cannot make people subscribe. Right. I cannot make people not share passwords. I hope against hope. I can't even really raise the price. Yeah. We had conversations about that. The dog on that folks lied to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, for every $5, you're going to get $5. They lied. Hey. Nah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's from us. Yeah. Yeah. Apple, <laughs> Apple going to take 30%. Apple was like, yeah, nigga, what you finna do? Nothing. Nothing. Roku, all of them. But the point is, we need to be seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, the point is, the dream is fragile. But sometimes I ask myself, is it like, you know, it's kind of it's the saying from Cool Runnings, peace be the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, it will never be as hard as it was the first year, right? And hopefully in five, ten years, we'll look back and be like, whoo, remember that first two or three years? We was like, bro, we don't even know if this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing about a dream. There is no certainty. No. The, the uh, biggest, the app isn't even the biggest leap I've ever done. That tour, mm, the first that one. first one, oh, man. Whew, you talk, the, the documentary was the, called the, uh, Calculator. Calculator. If that thing failed, well, <laughs> I work at all death until I die. <laughs> Boy, I'll, I'll make the plan, I was God. going back to Bowie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going back. Listen, me and Melissa own another house. This is a, if this don't work out, you got to go, and we got to live here. <laughs> We're going to be living in Greenbow, Alabama. Like, we got a just-in-case this don't work out. Our house in Washington, hey, the lease is up. Why? Nigga, it didn't work, okay? We live back here because the mortgage is affordable. You letting them know that when you walk up to the door, hey, you ain't got to get your stuff and get out. <laughs> JoJo, it was nice. Y'all share Come with me. Come up with two moving trucks, one with your stuff and one for their stuff. Y'all just put that stuff up in there. Yeah, yeah just go count on. it all, Joy. No, that's yours. Yeah, put your yeah. stuff, put your in, stuff yeah. in this one. Get out. Live in Washington again. <laughs> I mean, we really didn't know. Yeah. Like, we really did not. Me and Alyssa were talking about this. We didn't know the tour was going to work until like four months into it. Jesus. We sat there and was like, okay, we can pay Tony to here now. <laughs> Finally. They didn't know. They were like, this is going great. We were like, mm, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful COVID didn't hit. Yeah, so Back. That, oh. Woo! That's crazy. Woo! <laughs> But uh, so, but for me, uh, somebody else asked me this today, like, do you live within your bread? And I don't because everything I do, I do with full intention. And if I fail, I can live with failure. Yeah. Like if the app fails, I hope it doesn't. Don't get me wrong. But if it fails, I'd be like, man, that was crazy, huh? Mm. These shows are now on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> They're going back on tour. with 7,000 cities. Kevin on stage is in Northwest Oklahoma. Jimmy Tom's Milkshack. Hey, y'all. These flights are crazy, ain't they? <laughs> you know Tiger King. <laughs> we got six more shows tonight. <laughs> oh. But I'm grateful that at least if, you know, given everything that could go wrong, people still want to see me live. I always have stuff to they fall do. back on. Yeah. Uh, and I still hope it works. And I think that's the thing about a dream. Like, if you knew it would work, it wouldn't be satisfying right. to, to go for it. Yeah, and everybody so, would be doing it. Yeah. I, yeah, so we're going for it. They, they yeah, find. That's if you're rich and, rich and white, Shoot. none of this I stuff applies. Yeah, back, back to what I, I said at the beginning. I don't think they can appreciate what we can appreciate. Yeah. Like you were talking about with Bill Gates. Yeah. They didn't have a, if this doesn't work. Yeah, they didn't I start in a pit. No. They started on level or above ground. If he never found GoPro, he'd still be surfing around with his mom and dad's right. money. He don't know what it's like to be like, what if we got to move back? Right. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Okay, did you guys want to answer and then we can wrap up? 
Fragile, yes. I've been out here since 2006, chasing a dream that loves to come up and make out with me and then punch me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It is a tumultuous relationship. I mean, it'd be be punching me square in my face, and I have to get up and, and shake it off. Or I don't have to get up, but I keep choosing to. And I don't know why, but that's the same thing I felt about when I started creating content on YouTube 13 years ago. I kept saying, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to keep doing it. Eventually, it'll make sense. So I'm hoping that that blind, stupid faith also pays off with this dream of me being an actress out here. I mean, yes, it's paid off some. I work. I make money. But it's sometimes I'm like, is it worth the heartache and embarrassment it has caused me in the past? I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I have no idea. So it is fragile because I know that it could go any way and it's all about is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Worth yeah. it? Mm-hmm. So where before I, mean, I hated that career. I was like, man, your career is stupid. <laughs> your dream is stupid, but I'm going to support you. But it's all good. You ain't got to worry. Now I'm like, no, you better make something happen. <laughs> you know what you sound like? You we... that video where the guy brought his wife breakfast? Here's breakfast. Now leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Okay, bye. I'm not finna start with you. You messed with me last night. I make this breakfast. Make peace with you. Okay, bye. Y'all ain't seen that? No. no. They sound nah. like they've been married for a long, long, listen. long, long time. Yeah. It was not. A, don't listen. Don't talk to me. I love you. Yeah. But it's like before. It's just like all right. Now we got to learn how to pivot this together. Versus, will you go ahead and pivot? I'm. I'll be, see you after work. Right. <laughs> yes. Can't do that no more. Yeah. No. But I, I do definitely feel like I now have at least one part of my career under control. That mm. I felt comfortable being like, okay, come on. You yeah. come on with me. But before I would have been like, I, I don't care what job you got as long as it's a job. Yeah. You be on it. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add? Nah. Thank okay. you for having us. You, you, got- you came off that job this year, man. Yeah. What's May 27. Like? What's it like? Oh, so much better. <laughs> then I, then I uh, enrolled in the elementary school. <laughs> y'all had a nickname for y'all. It was Stable Something. It was... Huh? Employ on the first love hour, we were called the being, kites. No, that was not we were the, the strings. First. We were str- no, that wasn't that one. She didn't have kites and strings at the oh, time. It was I something didn't. you made up. I ain't no telling. It was like stable shuaries instead of entrepreneurs. Oh, it was yeah. something uh, else. I oh just yeah, wish- Kevin clowned me, and then he ended up using it. Uh, entrepreneur. Uh, hold up, entrepreneur. I wish I, I don't remember. remember. Oh well, we'll figure Somebody it out. Somebody watched the episode and text it to us. Nah. Anyways, thank you for having us, Melissa. Thank you guys for joining us for this conversation. These are my favorite. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode of Love Hour. Until the next one. Bye. Bye.